0: man of distinction by michael sharan this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. dot org reading by matt perrard man of distinction by michael sharan being unique is a matter of pride but being a complete mathematical impossibility the remarkable distinction of thatcher blitt did not come to the attention of a bemused world until late in the year twenty one eighty although thatcher blitt was by the standards of his time an extremely successful man financially this was not considered real distinction unfortunately for blitt it never has been the history books do not record the names of the most successful merchants of the past unless they happen by chance to have been connected with famous men of the time thus croesus is remembered largely for his contributions to famous romans and successful armies and Haim Solomon, a similarly wealthy man would have been long forgotten had he not also been a financial mainstay of the american revolution and concerted with famous if impoverished statesmen so if thatcher blitt was distinct among men the distinction was not immediately apparent he was a small gaunt fragile man who had kind face and bearing that are perfect for movie crowd scenes absolutely forgettable yet thatcher blitt was one of the most foremost businessmen of his time for he was president and founder of that noble institution genealogy incorporated thatcher blitt was not yet twenty-five when he made the discovery which was to make him among the richest men of his time his discovery was like all great ones obvious yet profound he observed that every person had a father carrying on with this thought it followed inevitably that every father had a father and so on in fact thought blitt, when you considered the matter rightly everyone alive was the direct descendant of untold numbers of fathers down through the ages all descending one after another father to son and so backward unquestionably into the unrecognizable and perhaps simian fathers of the past this thought on the face of it not particularly profound struck young blitt like a blow he saw that since each man had a father and so on and so on it ought to be possible to construct the genealogy of every person now alive in short it should be possible to trace your family back father by father to the beginning of time and of course it was for that was the era of the time scanner and with a time scanner it would be possible to document your family tree with perfect accuracy you could find out exactly from whom you had sprung. And so Thatcher Blett made his fortune. He saw clearly at the beginning, with most of us the only now, and he patented it. He was aware not only of the deep-rooted sense of snobbishness that exists in many people, but also of the simple yet profound force of curiosity. Who exactly, one says to oneself, was my forty-times great-great-grandfather? a roman legionary a viking a pyramid builder one of xenophon's ten thousand or was he perhaps for it is always possible alexander the great thatcher Blatt had a product to sell and sell he did for other reasons that he alone had noted at the beginning the races of mankind have twisted and turned with incredible complexity over the years the numbers of people have been enormous with thirty thousand years in which to work it was impossible that there was not somewhere along the line a famous ancestor for everybody a minor king would often suffice or even a general in some forgotten army and if these direct ancestors were not enough it was fairly simple to establish close-blood kinship with famous men the bloodlines of man you see begin with a very few people in all of ancient greece in the time of pericles there were only a few thousand families seeing all this Thatcher Blit became a busy man it was necessary not only to patent his idea but to produce the enormous capital needed to found a large organization the cost of the time scanner was at first prohibitive but gradually that obstacle was overcome only for Thatcher to find that the government for many years prevented him from using it yet Blit was indomitable and eventually after years of heartrending waiting genealogy inc began operations it was a tremendous success within months the very name of the company and its taut slogan an ancestor for everybody became household words there was but one immediate drawback it soon became apparent Without going back very far into the past, it was sometimes impossible to tell who was really the next father in line. The mothers were certain, but the fathers were something else again. This was a ponderable point. But Blint refused to be discouraged. He set various electronic engineers to work on the impasse, and a solution was found. An ingenious device which tested blood electronically through the scanner based on the different sine waves of the blood groups saved the day that invention was the last push genealogy Inc. was ever to need it rolled on to become one of the richest and for a long time most exclusive corporations in the world yet it was still many years before thatcher blitt himself had time to rest there were patent infringements to be fought new developments in the labs to be watched new ways to be found to make the long and arduous task of father tracing easier and more economical hence he was well past sixty when he at last had time to begin considering himself he had become by this time a moderately offensive man surrounded as he had been all these years by pomp and luxury by impressive names and extraordinary family trees he had succumbed at last he became unbearably name-conscious. He began by regrouping his friends according to their ancestries. His infrequent parties were characterized by his almost parliamentarian system of seating. No doubt all this had been in Thatcher Blit to begin with. It may well be, and perhaps varying quantities in all of us, but it grew with him, prospered with him, yet in all those years he never once inspected his own forbears you may well ask was he afraid one answers one does not know but at any rate the fact remains that thatcher blitt at the age of sixty-seven was one of the few rich men in the world who did not know who exactly their ancestors had been and so at last we come to the day when thatcher blitt was sitting alone in his office one languid hand draped vacantly over his brow listening with deep satisfaction to the hum and click of the enormous operations which were going on in the building around him what moved him that day remains uncertain perhaps it was that from where he was sitting he could see row upon row of action pictures of famous men which had been taken from his time scanners or perhaps it was simply that this profound question had been growing at him had been gnawing at him all these years, deeper and deeper, and on this day broke out into the light. But whatever the reason, at 11.02 that morning, he leapt vitally from his chair. He summoned Cathcart, his chief assistant, and gave him the immortal command. Cathcart, he grated, stung to the core of his being, who am I? Cathcart rushed off to find out there followed some of the most taut and fateful days in the brilliant history of genealogy Inc. father tracing is of course a painstaking business but it was not long before word had begun to filter out to interested people the first interesting discovery made was a man called blot in eighteenth-century england no explanation was ever given for the name's alteration from blot to blit certain snide individuals took this to mean that the name had been changed as a means to avoid prosecution or some such and immediately began making light remarks about the blots on old blitt's escutcheon this blot had the distinction of having been a wine-seller of considerable funds this reputedly did not sit well with thatcher blitt merchants he snapped however successful are not worthy of note he wanted empire-builders he wanted at the very least a name he had heard about a name that appeared in the histories his workers furiously scanned backed into the past months went by before the next name appeared in ninth-century england there was a wandering minstrel named john last name unprintable who achieved considerable notoriety as a ballad-singer before dying in a natural death in the boudoir of a lady of high fashion, although the details of this man's life were of extreme interest, they did not impress the old man. He was, on the contrary, rather shaken—a minstrel and a rogue to boot. There were shake-ups in genealogy ink. Cathcart was replaced by a man named Jukes, a highly competent man, despite his interesting family name, Jukes forged ahead full steam past the birth of christ no relation but he was well into ancient egypt before the search began to take on the nature of a crisis up until then there was simply nobody or to be more precise nobody but nobodies it was incredible all the laws of chance were against it but there was actually not a single ancestor of note and no way of faking one for thatcher glitt couldn't be fooled by his own methods what there was was simply an unending line of peasants serfs an occasional foot-soldier or leather worker past john the ballad singer, there was no one at all worth reporting to the old man this situation would not continue of course there were so few families for men to spring from the entire gallic nation for example a great section of present-day france sprang from the family of one lone man in the north of france in the days before christ every native frenchman therefore was at least the son of a king it was impossible for thatcher to be less so the hunt went on from day to day past ancient greece past jarmo past the wheel and metals and farming and on even past all civilization outward and backward into the cold primordial wastes of northern germany and still there was nothing though jukes lived in daily fear of losing his job there was nothing to do but press on in germany he reduced Blitz's ancestor to a slovenly little man who was one of only three men in the entire tribe or family one of three in an area which now contains millions but Blitz's ancestor true to form was simply a member of the tribe as was his father before him yet onward it went westward back into the french caves southward into spain and across the unrecognizable mediterranean into a verdant north africa backward in time past even the cro-magnons and yet ever backward thirty thousand years thirty-five thousand with old Blit reduced now practically to gibbering and still never an exceptional forbear there came a time when jukes had at last inevitably to face the old man he had scanned back as far as he could the latest ancestor he had unearthed for blitt was a hairy creature who did not walk erect and yet even here blitt refused to concede it may be he howled it must be that my ancestor was the first man to walk erect or light a fire to do something it was not until Jukes pointed out that all those things had been already examined and found hopeless that blitt finally gave in blitt was a relative of course of the first man to stand erect the man with the first human brain but so was everybody else on the face of the earth there was truly nowhere else to explore what would be found now would be only the common history of mankind blitt retired to his chambers and refused to be seen the story went the rounds as such stories will and it was then at last after forty thousand years of insignificance that the name of Blit found everlasting distinction the story was picked up fully documented by psychologists and geneticists of the time and inserted into textbooks as a profound commentary on the forces of heredity the name of thatcher blitt in particular has become famous has persisted until this day for he is the only man yet discovered or ever likely to be discovered with this particular distinction in 40000 years of scanner recorded history the bloodline of blit or blot never once produced an exceptional man that record is unsurpassed end of man of distinction by michael Shara.